Obey all day podcast weekend Wednesday whoop whoop Cinco de Mayo fifth of the May. Hope you got those drinks. Yes, that's okay. Cause it is Cinco de Mayo. Hope everyone's having a good time, enjoying your Cinco de Mayo responsibly, not drinking and driving. Just driving and drinking. <laughs> no, uh, seriously. I'm gonna chill out. It's probably like the first single to Mayo since hella shit's open, so uh, chill out, people. Don't go too nuts. Uh, let's go mice nuts. <laughs> so, got a lot to talk about, a lot of sound for y'all today to listen to, more than my voice, I think. Um, I was wondering why I wasn't getting any um, updates from some people on Twitter. I guess some people unfollowed me. I was like, geez, why don't I see those uh, shitty tw- tweets from, uh, well, you know, whatever her name is, or uh, NorCal, not all my nuts, not lurk. Uh, man. Yeah, I didn't know until like today, and I was like, what? These fools unfollowing me. I'm still following them though. Fuck that. I'm tired of seeing their stupid shit. So if you ain't gonna follow me, I fuck you bye. And uh, I think they're just some salty people over the A's fan radio bullshit. It's hella funny. Um, yeah, and your weak ass bullshit. Anyway, I'm cool off that shit, and I just blocked your ass anyway. So people that want to fucking keep gurgling, A's fan radio dick. That's tight. I don't follow anyone that deep or hard, but, uh, whatever, dude. Like I said, I'm not here for followers. <laughs> this shit's hella funny to me, though. So, uh, yeah. Ace fans do better. Don't be, uh, broke-ass bums, dude. <laughs> oh, Ace fans make me laugh. But, yeah, had a super fun time at the A's game last night. That shit was awesome. A's won. Four to one. I believe it was four to one. I don't know. Sometimes I just forget. It seems like so long ago. Oh, man. But a great A's game. A's are looking pretty good. Supposedly, they have the number one record in all of baseball. That's crazy. 19 wins, though. Getting it done. And uh, I was looking at the fucking lineup last night, and I was looking at the averages, and I don't think there's anyone hitting 300 or better. I think the closest person was uh, Matt Olson. Other than that, it's pretty bad. It's crazy uh, they win so many games, so it seems like they have timely hitting, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it seems like the Giants are knocking more bombs out of the park lately, which is uh, super usually not how it is. I don't know what they've uh, been feeding or did to uh, the old Giants, but Crawford, Posey, Belt... Have been belting some home runs lately. That's quite impressive. Like I said, today's going to be a little bit more different than usual. So probably just going to have a whole bunch of sound from uh, 
people that are actually involved in sports <laughs> and uh have people that can speak on uh what's going on regarding uh Jimmy G, Trey Lance, the Niners. Um so I'm gonna play you some sound. Uh in a second. Um thought I'd talk about the A's and the Giants made a trade earlier too today. The Giants sent back Sky Bolt to the A's for cash. But when I saw that earlier, I wanted to laugh hella hard because I was like, for cash? I was like, the A's ain't paying nobody for anybody. So um, cash considerations, I don't know what that means with the A's. They're probably sending over a washer or dryer or a soda machine to the Giants <laughs> for Sky Bolts. But uh, Sky Bolts is headed back to the A's. And I don't know why they did that. Suppose I, I'm pretty sure that guy was uh, designated for assignment. That means he was um, fucking demoted and then left for another team to pick up. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the Giants picked him up and they're like, you know what? We'll trade you back to you. We'll trade him back to you for uh, some cash. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> I saw it on the on the wire today. Kind of crazy too. And I saw a Bleacher Report too. Apparently the Packers are super butthurt <laughs> that teams reached out to Aaron Rodgers, gaining his interest in leaving the Packers. So apparently the Packers are like super angry and they're trying to snitch on the Niners, San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos for uh, striking up a conversation with Aaron Rodgers, gauging his interest in leaving them. Um, I laughed fucking out loud when I saw that report earlier. It's like a... How could I, uh, <laughs> it's like having a, uh, your significant other not be happy with you, want a divorce, and then you kind of guys have like a mutual party, and you guys are going to break up, pretty much, and someone else is like, hey bitch, <laughs> I got some dick for you, <laughs> and then she's like, huh, let me think about it, let me take down your number. And uh, maybe we could have some uh, sexting <laughs> or some chat going on about this uh, new hookup. So it's basically like the same thing. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is that bitch. <laughs> and uh, he's taking numbers for some new dick. <laughs> and the new dick was so maybe, maybe, possibly the San Francisco 49ers or the Denver Broncos. That but that new PP didn't pan out. So now, uh, now that estranged husband, the Green Bay Packers, are salty as fuck, <laughs> and they're like, "Who talking to my bitch, Aaron Rodgers? Can't do that. <laughs> That's tampering." Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> uh, no, it ain't Green Bay. You need to take care of your bitch. You need to uh, make sure y'all re relationship is not estranged. And uh, take care of that business. So Green Bay, put the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Aaron is looking for. I don't know what kind of dude he is. Is he looking for golden showers or more powers? So as you all know, Green Bay went for the field goal in the playoff game last year, and Aaron Rodgers was angry as shit because he wanted to go for the touchdown. That's just because who he is. And I agree, too. They should have went for the touchdown. I don't know why you're uh, trying to go for a bitch-ass field goal when you need a touchdown to win. 
So, I don't even know if more dollar dollar bill y'all will even please Aaron Rodgers in uh, qualming relations with his estranged husband, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all that if they get all that squared away. I just thought that report was funny as shit. Uh, yeah, kudos to the Niners for pimping. <laughs> And then be like, nah, keep your old-ass quarterback. We're going to go with Trey Lance anyway. So I thought that was pretty damn awesome and funny. Hella funny. Hella funny. But like I said, uh, we got our own things to worry about here in the Bay Area. And regarding that, everyone's starting to bitch about who's going to start between Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Like I said, it's going to be Jimmy G. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. So, uh, here's some sound, uh, from McGlinchey, uh, Niners offensive lineman, talking about Jimmy G. Obviously, the, the, the pick wound up being Trey, and it's a, I think it's a great thing for us, but I also know that they're comfortable picking Trey because we have Jimmy on our roster. Um, Jimmy's a guy that's gonna, that's proven that he can take our team to the promised land, and, you know, we were six minutes away of getting that done, and... As long as he's healthy and on the field, he's a high, high-quality football player. And um, I think by having him on our team, they're comfortable picking a guy like Trey who has unbelievable upside. But he's also a 20-year-old kid that has only played a little bit of college football, a season and a half of college football, so he's going to need some time to learn. And so I think that all this hoopla that was you know, blown out of proportion for the last four months of what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo – Nothing's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to be here. He's our quarterback, and our and our head coach and general manager are very comfortable with that. And I think Kyle clarified that after the draft, after all the emotion of the press conferences of the last couple of weeks. Um, but you know, Jimmy's our guy, and and, and so is Trey. And it's a it's a pick for um, to solidify a, a competition in that room. So, and I, you know, you speak to Jimmy, and Jim, I heard Jimmy's interview about it. He's excited for the opportunity to have a little competition. Because he's a guy that's just tough as nails. And no matter how much the Bay Area and national media want to get him out of here, he's still here and he's still our guy and he's going to fight his ass off for us It's going to and, and, and be the guy that can to take our team to the next level. Well, McGlinchey said national media wants Jimmy G out of town. That's craziness. I don't know if that's how people in national media feel. But uh, like I said, y'all, I knew they'd keep Jimmy G on the roster even though they drafted their high-ass quarterback, Trey Lance. I called it. Hella called it. So, uh, yeah, super awesome. McGlinchey's backing up Jimmy G and his quarterback uh, play as a starter this year. That's super awesome. So, exciting, exciting. Um, also got some sound here from the DA show with uh, Damon Amendolara. I don't even know who that is, but he's got some good sound. Actually, from Jimmy G, so I thought I'd play that for you all. So here is that sound. Jimmy, you're 24 and 8 as a starter. You led a team to a Super Bowl and a fourth quarter lead in that Super Bowl. Do you ever feel like, man, people forget how successful I've been? Uh, well, that's not really the NFL. It's uh, it's a what have you done for me lately type of business, and I know that uh, I've known that my whole career. It's just one of those things you got to uh, gotta go and do it again. So can't be satisfied with just doing it once. Gotta go every season. Uh, just keep going at it. 
did John Lynch call you to talk about drafting a quarterback, specifically Trey Lance? Uh, yeah, John called me. Uh, he didn't tell me who or, you know, how they were going to do it. But yeah, he gave me the heads up before. Uh, you know, John has been really cool throughout this whole process. Uh, as far as the GM goes, I mean, he's as straightforward and, uh, you know, just an overall good person. And you really got to appreciate him for that. And just, um, you know, throughout the whole thing, it could have got a little, little fishy here and there, but it was very straightforward the whole time. And I appreciate him for that. What was your thoughts to him? How did you explain your feelings about them drafting a quarterback? Uh, well, we were pretty honest with each other. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that he's going to come in here. Uh, I know it's going to be competition between us, like it was with me and Tom when I got drafted to New England. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like my dad was just saying, all you could ask for is the opportunity. And so once they, uh, they said you'll have the opportunity to start this year and, you know, fight it out, I was all for it. Uh, I'm ready for the competition, and that's what we're here for. Super awesome sound from Jimmy G. Sounds like Jimmy G is ready for the competition. He's all for it. He's all for teaching a young kid. Sounds like Shanahan called him, let him know what the deal was ahead of time. Couldn't ask for anything more as a fan. Seems like pretty legit situation, and I couldn't be more excited myself for the outcome. Super awesome. Welcome to the Bay, Trey Light. Speaking of Trey Lance, Jade York came out today and confirmed that if he doesn't play for two years, that'd be okay with him. He feels comfortable with that, and he doesn't want to put the weight of the world on the kid's shoulders. So that's cool. That's really cool. So, no rush on Trey Lance playing in the NFL. So all those people that are like, who's going to start week one? Garoppolo with Trey Lance. Like I said, chills the fuck out. But uh, there's some awesome sound I've seen circulating too. It's of Trey Lance circling the locker room. They actually uh, brought him to his locker at Levi's. So here's some sound of that. That's pretty crazy. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, that was sound of Trey Lance all masked up. Checking out his cool new locker in the locker room at Levi Stadium. Pretty freaking awesome. Um... There's some people on uh, pro football talk that think uh, Trey Lance is actually the riskiest draft quarter or drafted quarterback in this year's draft. And um, here's some sound for those guys talking about that and why Trey Lance to the Niners might be the riskiest draft of a QB this year. I just think Trey Lance is the riskiest, and, and that's just me playing the odds based off the data. I mean, if you look at, so it's still, we'll get to the running ability in a bit, but I mean, it's still a passing game. It's still a pass-first game, and, and I know that Lance has so much in his arsenal that is going to mitigate any of his weaknesses, and, and one of which is Kyle Shanahan now. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to ignore Trey Lance's accuracy percentage, five-plus yards down the field. 
25th out of 29 qualifiers in this draft class, 40%. He's at, on those plays, 37% of his passes are uncatchable. That is fourth worst in this class. Mac Jones still would have been fine in the system, but yes, that perceived upside or that ability to hit the home run instead of, say, a single or a double does exist there with Trey Lance. But there's also the chance you strike out. You know, that's, it, it is a risk. I think it's the riskiest pick because of the small sample size. Wow. So we're thinking because Trey Lance only played 17 college games that that's not enough to uh, back him up as a number three pick in this year's draft. I understand where they're coming from. I see that. Um, I remember when Mitch Trubisky was drafted. He hardly played any college games for North Carolina, I believe. Um, I think he's a starter now. Not a starter. A backup. I forgot for what team. But he's a pretty good damn backup. Remember we talked about that? Some of the best backups are the ones that fell from the starter heavens. <laughs> so Trubisky might actually not be a good second option. So we'll see if Trey Lance pans out to be not a risky pick. <laughs> um, also, the Niners, um, I don't know if it's, I think he's a undrafted. I don't think it was a draft, but the Niners actually signed a foreign player. Um, I think he's from Mexico. He's an offensive lineman. His name is Alfredo Gutierrez. And he's big as shit. (laughs) But I believe um, he was just signed as an undrafted player after the draft. But the Niners actually have some sound of him getting the call. So I thought I'd play that off for you guys because that's actually kind of cool. So here's some sound of the Niners signing an undrafted player from Mexico. Offensive lineman Alfredo Gutierrez. Yeah. Alfredo, it's Adam Peters with the 49ers, man. You're going to be a 49er. I'm right now. I I can't even talk up. I couldn't read this last week because I was waiting for the news. I'm really happy, man. I can't wait to be a Niner. Oh, we can't wait to have you, man. We saw you down at the Florida Pro Day. You look great. Saw some saw some video of you uh, down in Bradenton and saw you dunking that basketball. We knew you'd be right for us, man. Yeah, man. I'll be there. Listen, man. I'm going to bring everything that I have to the table. You're going to have a good, a good player and a good teammate. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear. Well, we're, we're excited to have you. We're going to give you a call here in a little bit, and we'll uh, we'll get you set up with a flight, and you'll be out here next week. You're going to fly out here on Wednesday, okay, bud? Yeah, cool. Anytime, man. Let me know. All right, bud. Congratulations. Enjoy it. All right, thank you. See you soon. Bye. 49ers. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was an awesome experience at the end. He was with his family, and his dad said, everything is going to be okay, and hugged his son after he got the call from the Niners. That's super awesome. Love moments like that. Especially uh, signing international players. Kind of cool. This guy's big as shit, though. So, uh, can't wait to see Alfredo Gutierrez on the field with the Niners. Um, super awesome. Yeah, and then uh, also got some sound here. Um, A sound, and uh, it's Elvis Andrews. 
I know I give the guy a hard time. I call him Fat Elvis. Just because he's not a Marcus Simeon. I miss that guy. A's didn't want to pay out for him. But it's cool. Elvis Andrews, not a cool dude. Oh, not a, not a bad dude. Cool guy. He's actually a pretty great player. I'm just giving him a hard time. But here's uh, some sound thanks to A's cast. Uh, this is Elvis Andrews. The that I have, I remember a few of the guys in spin training and even to the manager, like, why why don't we run more often? Like, you know, it's not like we have the most speed in the league, but, I mean, you know, guys like, you know, Laureano, Canna, in uh, the rest, they can steal, man. They got they got really good uh, speed, and, and, and that's what we kind of, like, emphasize a lot, and, and they do it. I mean, without me being here, I know they... They really good at, They really do a good job on being aggressive on the base pad, and I think I just kind of like, you know, brought my experience and you know talking to uh, Laureano. He asked me so many questions in team training. I'm just trying to help, and you know, same with the same with the other guys, and you know, just being able to be there for them and show them that you don't need to be super fast, and it's more about being smart and, and see the details when you're in the bases, uh, trying to pick everything the game gives you. It makes a lot, you know, it makes stolen the base a lot easier. And, and I mean, Laureano <laughs> took it pretty fast. I mean, he stole like eight bases in a week. And, you know, it's been amazing just see him and, and kind of stealing the bases. It's, it's, I love that, you know. That really gives me chills, you know, to see my teammates being aggressive and stealing bases. Great sound from Elvis Andrews there. I feel bad giving that guy such a hard time here and there. He's actually a pretty cool guy. So, um, thought I'd also talk about super cool story. I don't know if anyone saw the 30 for 30 story about Drew Robinson. So he was an up and coming, uh, baseball player. He was going through, uh, some mental tough times during COVID, uh, just with playing baseball and everything. And he actually attempted to, uh, take his own life, tried to commit suicide last year. He actually failed. He did take out his eye, though, so he only has one eye. But he went through rehab, and now he's trying to make his way back to baseball, which is so crazy. Um, he actually made the opening day roster to the Giants' AAA affiliate. Um, super cool story. So happy for that guy. I believe it's for the Sacramento River Cats. He's uh, playing, actually. Um, <clears throat> I would actually like to get up and see him play, actually, in a game, if that's possible. I don't know if I can fit that on my schedule with all this crazy sports stuff going on, but I really would like to see him play in person. Super cool story. So um, <clears throat> if anyone wants to get out there and uh, just research his story, his name is Drew Robinson. And again, I believe he uh, made the Sacramento River Cats roster today. I know he made... The opening day roster. They just have so many um, affiliates under the Giants. I'm pretty sure it's the Sacramento River Cats, though. So, super happy for uh, Drew Robinson. Good luck to you, my friend. I'm so glad he actually failed in taking his own life. And now we get to see him flourish on the baseball field. And I hopefully he's found peace within himself as well. So, uh, that's a super cool, awesome story. I'm sure we're going to have more sound on that um, as he starts actually playing in some games and they get some more sound from him. I did see 
in an interview. Um, he said he was happy and he just couldn't wait to be back playing baseball. <clears throat> so super excited to see Drew Robinson take the field for the Sacramento River Cats and continue his life journey with baseball. Super exciting. Super exciting. Don't know if anyone caught the Giants doubleheader yesterday too. The first game was amazing. Hella home runs. Grand slam by belts. Posey Crawford homering. Second one was a heart wrencher though. Apparently the Giants gave up what six runs in the sixth. And then lost in the seventh because they only play seven innings doubleheaders. Blackman with the walk-off. Kudos to you, Rockies. Good game. It just sucks the Giants had to lose a doubleheader. But whatever. Giants are killing it now in Colorado. They'll be back in the Bay on Thursday. Can't wait. Playing the Padres. Weekend Wednesday, though. Whoa, whoa. Checking out the Sharks today. Going to see how that is. No bags allowed at all. Sucks motherfucking balls. Females can't even bring in a clutch. Shit. Damn. So we'll see how that is. Uh, kind of excited. Sharks have been eliminated from playoff contention. So, there's uh, not very many games left to this season for Sharks hockey. So, thought me and moms would check out a game this season before it all comes to an end. I think the last Sharks game was actually on the 12th, which is next week. I believe they have like three or four more home games. And then that is the end of the season. Maybe next season, Sharks. Gonna miss you. The short season for fans in the stands. Fuck you, COVID. Hopefully that's the end of you. Regarding people being in the stands during games. And hopefully Santa Clara opens that shit up. I talked to my rep for the Niners. And he said we should find out more about fans being in the stands in July. So that is exciting. Real exciting. Okay, everyone. Until then. Mask up. Sanitize up. Get the vaccine if you want. If you can. And until then, everyone do the awesome safety dance. So we'll have an update tomorrow. How Sharks hockey is and going to SAP Center during COVID. Should be something different. Dubs tomorrow. And uh, thinking about checking out the A's game at 1237 before I go to the dubs. But we shall see. Mask up, sanitize up. Vaccine if you can. Safety dance. Safety dance. Safety dance. Oh, it's a safe to dance. Oh, it's a safe to dance. Oh, it's a safe to dance.